We're recording episode 22 of season two. So three, two, one. Of course, then the siren goes off and there's dogs that bark. And then there's a siren because there's a Jesus. Fuck it. We're starting. Three, two, one. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Gen X Stories, a podcast about how the so-called lost generation found itself. We are your hosts, Eve, Courtney, Lori, and Chris. Today, we are wrapping up our second season. Can you believe that? We're going to talk about what surprised us as well as what we are excited about for season three. So on with the show. Guys, we made it. Is this what I you know. thought it was going to be when I asked y'all to do it? No. What did you think it was going to be, Laura? I, I, I had no idea, but it's so much more than I thought it would be. Oh, you're just saying that. Been, no, it has been such a fun ride. And for people who may have listened to season one, season one had 12 episodes and yeah. we've kept on the same cadence. I think we even said in the beginning of this season, we were going to wrap it up inauguration, January 20th. And we decided because we dug it so much, we were just going to keep going. And so we started this August 2020. And this episode will drop June 2021. So essentially this podcast has seen us through the pandemic. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Thank you, Eve. (laughs) It's given us something to, to grateful for that to yeah. do. And, and we've said it on a couple of episodes, but this whole concept came out of my 25th Penn reunion, which would have been a 30th union this summer. So the idea of it started five years ago, but the podcast didn't. When season one ended, I was like, what are we going to do about season two? And I had been seeing all three of you in other areas because of the pandemic. So Chris, I'd been seeing on our Brandeis Monday Zoom with our graduate classmates. Courtney, I'd re-seen over some stuff over college. And then Lori kept coming to happy hours for our Facebook group. And I'd met her because of some job hunting stuff. And somehow it just came about that you guys are good with each other. That's actually what makes me the happiest about the season, not the number, which is great. Not the fact that we, at this point, we're like 8,000 plus downloads total. But the fact that you guys have become friends makes me giddy as a schoolgirl. Thank you for being an awesome producer. I'm learning, but it's fun to do with you guys because the whole point of it is that we have fun talking about our generation, where we came from and where we're going. That's really the whole reason for us to do this. We had done interviews in season one and you guys sort of agreed not to do interviews in season two. We're going to continue not to do interviews in season three because there's four of us. Well, unless uh, somebody know. awesome, listen, <laughs> if somebody comes with Tom Hanks. If he shows up, he shows up. Yeah, we're, I, I would think He's we'd so invite him, right guys? Courtney, what about you? Are we talking about not necessarily doing like an interview in a traditional interview format, but if someone's going to come in, they're just going to be part of the round table. Right. And in the very beginning, I think people were like, that's not going to work. You're going to wrangle four hosts. How are you going to do this without interviews? Because everyone does podcasts with interviews. And I'm glad we've proved them wrong. A couple of our top topics I want to share from the season. Do you you remember bad boys and mother crushes? Of course, uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Right. For you You're going to make it right. after all, right. Chris. Yeah. That was one of our early episodes poor and one Chris. of our best ones people who listen what to. What poor Chris? He had a poor crush on an, on, on an American icon. Yeah, hot, set the bar high, right? Wasn't an obvious choice. The beauty of that is I think that the actual name Bad Boys and Mother Crushes came from you, Courtney, because we were it saying did. it in the middle of the podcast and I'm trying to figure out a name for it. it Maybe like, sassy oh. in the middle right. of the podcast? Uh, no. We're just going to call it that. Another one that was popular was the Zen and the 
the art of the mixtape. Right. And then Chris, you missed this one because you had other things going on. It was the best on. episode because no. of no. <laughs> no. the Arbitron rating said it went through no. the roof. It was a good episode and we did bring on a guest host. We did bring on Nikita. He's been on Happy Hours. And then the really weird one that we've all sort of discussed, whether we were going to do it or not, was the cancel this Gen X to the rescue. So the whole issue about Gen X getting pulled into Fox News's cancel culture thing wasn't the usual, oh my God, this is a great story. Let's talk about the great story. It was timely and it went through the freaking roof. And I think people have told me this. It's because of the knowledge that each of you guys have and the fact that it's different knowledge and that it can become this really great discussion about anything. We can talk about language. We had a one with the girls that was just fashion. Or we can talk about what happened with Fox News and how Gen X was like, you really want us in here? The other thing that I've noticed has been really cool is in the very beginning, first couple episodes, you can hear that y'all are a little tentative. There's y'all again. There's that y'all again. I don't know what's going on with it. You guys are all a little tentative in the first couple episodes. And then that goes out the fucking window because by episode three or four you're like guys listen to this you can sort of hear it if you go back and listen you can tell when it shifts and it just makes me smile every single time because that's why we love doing this chris you mentioned that your niece listens to the show and what did she say about it she dug it she she very much enjoys it and i gotta do the math here she is in her late 20s oh so she's not even our audience i'm not paying her anything for it And Laura, you had some text from a friend, right? He, he said he dug the vibe. A lot of people work very hard to get that vibe. And I have to thank y'all. God, fuck it. There it is again. Thank oh. you, guys. Can I just point out that Washington, D.C. is, is technically southern. a southern it is. town. It is. It's, it's, yeah. it's a marsh. They built it up. Yep. It's humid. It's below the Mason. You are well within your rights to say y'all. The other things that we did this season, and part of it, I think, was because of the podcast community of like-minded people, is we built the Facebook group. Started with a couple hundred people. We're now over a thousand. And that sort of amazes me. We do these happy hours every two weeks. And a couple of days ago, somebody brand new showed up that we'd never seen before. He saw the thing and he got brave. And he had all these 80s posters behind him. It was awesome. (laughs) So it's like, all right, those are the right people. That also makes me happy that every two weeks, people come together said you know in that episode when you guys talked about this thing and i'm like oh, uh, they listen thought, oh, they're listening and then you go what the hell did i say <laughs> i guess maybe i went into this thinking well it'd be nice if someone listened and then when someone says well i was listening to that episode blah 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 on the happy hour you're like oh my god they listen <laughs> Right. I want to be discovered. Chris, when I said, hey, I've been seeing you every Monday. What do you think about the podcast? What was going through your head? Well, I figure you just you give it a go. And if it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. But it felt really right. Like you said, it might have been tentative at the first because we, we've never met each other. But there was something kind of interesting and exciting in a very unusual way, this pandemic way of meeting people and learning a little bit about somebody and hearing a little bit of the stories through the stories that we tell on the topics. So yeah. that part I thought was kind of fun. And you know what? If there wasn't a connection, I think we're all old enough to go. Eh, it's not working. <laughs> like, nah, I'm dead. Wait, I'm please. I'm busy. Yeah, I'll just be yeah. an anchor on this. So find somebody with some personality. I think he selected people that she wanted to work with and that she thought would be interesting together. Because from the very beginning, you said we shouldn't all agree. It's not a love That's fest of us agreeing with everything. She got four different perspectives who have four different experiences and just play in the sandbox. And, yeah. and usually we say, let's see what the fuck happens. Yeah, we don't plan. A little bit behind the scenes is we 
do have an outline and we have a topic and then we just sort of go and see what happens and then whittling it down because every episode is usually about an hour and a half of recording and it comes down to 35, 40 minutes. The beauty of all of this is that I don't know your stories. I believe that there are stories of normal people who happen to be our age, who grew up at a certain time that aren't getting written up in the books and in the magazines. Those are the stories that I think are going to be resonating and that those are the most fun. Any of us have an ego in this. We're really doing it because we enjoy each other's company and we enjoy getting to know one another. Exactly. I mean, I just think yeah. it's been a really fun journey. The other thing that that is exciting to me is that we are three women and one guy. Mm, and and poor Chris, Chris oh. could real right. <laughs> he could be poor Chris, but he's not because yeah, no, he I can know. handle three chicks. Okay. Why is that? I'm curious. You grew up with brothers and one sister. How can you balance things out with a group of three very strong women? Because we're not bitches. <laughs> First of all, we're all human. We're certainly coming at things from a different perspective, but I think we're also old enough to be able to play well together. I mean, is it that simple or am I over? See, I really is that over simplifying And you make things. me laugh harder than a whole lot of people, Chris. I think you don't have to make it complicated. I think that's actually a really good thing. It may be something about our generation because I think we sort of got shit done. We MacGyvered it. And I do believe that because all of us are of that generation or at least of like-minded persuasions, it was like, we're going to record, see how it goes. I do have to say to your point of Chris makes you laugh, you guys all make me laugh when I listen to it back. And literally, thank God I live alone because people would think that I was cackling like a freak when something comes up and I'm just like, oh, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) The premise of the show is about being a gen. Xer and having a voice. And what you've done is you've given us a platform to have a voice and to be heard. And we're not alone. There's other Gen X stuff going on. But I just think that are all Gen Xers coming together for conversation, dialogue, and debate that's not contentious. We're just here exploring different ideas and topics. And I think that makes us unique. And I really appreciate that. I think that's dead on because we've talked about it a couple of times on the happy hours. There's a lot of Facebook Gen X groups full of negativity and they are imploding people because of it. And I can only imagine that any creative product that comes out of that would have the same. We celebrate being a Gen Xer. Exactly. The celebration doesn't mean it's all Pollyanna, but we're celebrating our experiences and what we've been through. And I think it's a really dirty word these days, but authenticity is something that is hard to achieve unless it comes naturally. And I, I believe that we are who we are. Our stories are what they are and you just share them. And it's like warts and all, there you have it. And we don't use this platform as a way to, to be negative. Cancel culture was a weird one because it sort of challenged that. Um, And we had to sort of pull back from it at times, but I 100% with you that this is a a positive platform and I'm grateful that people seem to recognize that. We have gotten some great reviews. I think Courtney specifically, they may not have called your name, but they're like, you guys know a lot. Like crap. Now the bar set too high. (laughs) No. Well, everybody knows stuff. It's it's context, isn't it? Right. Some of our reviews have reflected that saying, you guys know what your story is, what it was like to be a Gen Xer and the challenges that we face now. And the whole point of this is what made us and what happens next. There's language, there's stuff that we taught each other. I've learned a lot from you guys, seriously. Like if it was just me talking to myself, none of this shit would come out. And likewise, we've. I think it's so great to learn from each other too. We were going to do 12 episodes. We're going to do 22 episode seasons because why not? Until we run out of ideas. <laughs> Until, yeah. That's what I'm worried about. An um, entire episode dedicated to toast coming up in season three. It's a very niche podcast, but it is not a niche topic. There's common experiences in people our age. I think on every topic, there's a different way to get into it. And Lori's going to yell me, I've dropped suggestions. Okay. And you guys are like, 
Nope. Here Bye. we go, you guys. It's a secret I'm, suggestion. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not, I have suggested dirty little secrets over and over again, and we're never doing it. And that's fine. <laughs> Maybe we will. You never know. Th- th- I things. gave her grief on the a happy hour because she says, oh, I've been pitching this one idea. I'm like, oh, my God. Stop. Oh, my God. That should go <laughs> and everybody was like, then it wouldn't be a secret. <laughs> but you guys keep me honest about that, too. If this was just me saying this is what we're going to do. Imagine how boring that would be. <laughs> yeah, it would be very boring. You'd hear figurative tire squealing. <laughs> <laughs> right? It'd be like, see ya. Yeah. It'd be podcast for one. I think there's a, I dare to use the word kismet going on. It's been a delight to do this with the rest of you guys and get a chance to know you and put up with me. And then the household is grateful that I actually go away for an hour and a half. <laughs> they get rid of you. Shut the door. So that's a plus. Too. Anything that surprised you about this season? I don't hate the sound of my voice. Oh, see, that's yeah. a good thing. Actually, I actually have to say, this is also an interesting review. People think we're in the same room. Oh. Oh, technology is amazing, as it were. We all have about the same mic. We record this every Sunday over Zoom so we can see each other, but we also have audio. And then there's some some editing that gets done and then it gets published. And people are like, you guys all sound like you are together. And what's going to happen when we really are in the same room? It's going to be exciting because we're all going to do drinking games. That's what we're going to do. Just going to realize we're going to play Whale's Tales. Okay, so here's how we play it. There's four of us. So it'd be, and I'd start, we all have a drink and I'd say Whale's Tales, four in a game. To my right, so the order of counting would go towards my right. To my right, nay to who? So it would go one, two, and the person who was at the position of two would have to say nay three who or nay four who or nay one who, right? And then you could also change direction. And so if you miss, because you have to keep counting because it resets with each person. It sounds like yeah, that. it's so fun. How can you do that drunk? That's the I point. That's the point. <laughs> Every time really, you miss, you take a drink. It'd be really easy to do with two people. What? That's, that's just called be, drinking. Be, <laughs> that's that's just called happy hour. Odd that's or just even, hanging so. out. So I'm in DC area. And then Lori, Chris, and Coordinator are all in Southern California. Just happy to see you on Zoom. It's like the one Zoom that doesn't bother me. That's right. <laughs> Life in a box. Living in a box with you guys is awesome. At some point, I will go out to the LA area and we'll get a studio, like a real studio, and we'll probably hate how it sounds. <laughs> we'll realize we despise each other in person. That would be horrible. I think. <laughs> it might be the best episode ever. Who knows? Oh, that Chris. He always oh. finds the way. Oh, He's just such heart. a bright... Bless his heart. <laughs> bless his heart. We'll, we'll see how big his head really is in person. I have an Even enormous though. head. Bring a tape measure. We will do that. We will all get drunk together. Oh, and we'll turn on some sort of recording device and we'll see what happens. I always feel a little jealous that there's another podcast. that's two guys who live in the same area and they record in a studio all the time. So, you know, it's nice that I can see you this way. But imagine being in the same room and being able to sort of like tap someone on the shoulder and go, really? (laughs) Yeah. You really did that? One of these days, I hope for that. So things that we're excited about for season three, it has come up if I was going to replace the host. Absolutely. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's like, it, if Tom Hanks, if you're available, call uh, never even crossed my mind. I actually, my big, big thought was like, I hope they want to do it more. And when we extended the season and you guys were into it, I'm like, well, there's a good chance they may want to do another season, which would be awesome. So it's going to be the same crew. And because we now know each other even better, guys, season three, when you listen, it may get a little crazier and I'm okay with that. I'm here for that. Chris is kind of like, yeah, we'll see. No, no. <laughs> Even doing the podcast, like we did this over the summer in August and into and, and September, if everybody remembers, we were bitching about how hot it was. Yeah. And we'd have to time the air conditioning. And I think the first <laughs> one one weekend we timed it out and the next weekend, my wife said, you're not turning the air conditioning. 
don't care. I don't care about your podcast. It's goddamn hot in the house. I don't so, care if there's a humming in the back. She's like, on. I don't care. You're not turning the air off. You know, we just, we figured it out. That's been the fun part of it too, is just not only looking forward to seeing you, checking in and learning about other people's families, but also going through the process in this pandemic together. It was a real bright spot and I'm very appreciative and I'm very grateful. So thank you to you all. You actually brought up a really good point about not hating the sound of your own voice. Podcast is such a weird thing because when people are listening, they got nothing but your voice. So they don't know what you look like. And you have to engage people with your voice. You have to engage people with talking with each other. People will notice that we keep crosstalk in because that's what happens. We keep laughs in because that's what happens. But when I listen to it objectively, everyone's voice is so different. Literally, stories are so different. And then the way voice comes in is so different that it makes it really fun to listen to. But you always think you sound a different way. It's true. And hearing yourself through a mic is also different than hearing yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. And and we don't do any crazy mic tricks. Like we don't change our voices. We should you know, <laughs> put a, some echo and some flange in there. <laughs> It'll be like he got the word flange into an episode. <laughs> yeah. He's fulfilled his destiny. He's been dying to do this. To That's what he's that. been waiting for. E. 23 episodes. He <laughs> yeah. wanted to get that word in. Technology has come a a long way. And the other thing that is important to know is that we all stay hydrated as we're doing this, right? (laughs) Sometimes with booze. Everybody have a smart beverage. It's a little too early here to be fucking down stuff. Although Lori seems to be too We have talked about that too. Brunch on Sundays has booze. And you guys are three hours earlier than me. The things that I'm grateful that don't make it onto the podcast. You know, you talked a little bit about air conditioning and turning it down. Chris, I'm really glad that your peacocks don't make an entry. I'm going to make that happen in season three <laughs> if they don't get eaten by coyotes. So you're it's screaming. the circle of life. Yeah. Back to the circle of life. Oh, you're screaming peacocks. Yeah, we had screaming peacocks. We got uh, the bears. Here's good news uh, oh. for everybody watching Southern California news. The bears have now started jumping in the pools because <laughs> we had a little heat spell. So that's pretty exciting out here. If you could interview the bear at some point, Chris, you win the podcast. Well, bears like to eat people too. <laughs> so I'm going to avoid. Okay. Not gonna, you're not going to stick a mic towards, towards the bear and go, what do no, you think today? I mean, and the mom is going to look cranky when the, the kids are around too. So okay. I try to avoid anything that is higher up in the food chain than I am. Other things that we're planning for season three. We did a brainstorm because we are of our age that that's kind of what we fucking do. And we decided that because even though we're not doing interviews, we are going to try and bring some other voices through other ways onto this. We're going to continue to do these happy hours and use more clips. And then I think there's also going to be an opportunity where we could figure out a question and then we're going to record somebody answering it. And we may also then pose the question to our listeners and then maybe get them back to the Facebook group for it. We still don't quite know how that's going to work, but there will be some new voices over the course of season three. We'll probably do it twice and they'll be like, you know what? That sucks. <laughs> Let's stop that. That's how we put men on the moon is by just taking giant leaps, right? One small step for man or woman right. rather than that. men on the moon, we can do this. Um, we should do an episode next season in a very sort of guttural sounding language, just like a, a, a I think we should all have yes. to do it in an accent. Pick any <laughs> accent you want. We must speak the whole time in an accent. I don't think we can hold it. I don't think we can. Yeah. No, I, we we'd have do five it. minutes and then we'd be done. I 
different exactly. kind of drinking game. Other topics, something intragenerational. We still don't know how to do it. Originally, I thought we'd call it an intergenerational rumble and we'd bring on a, a millennial and beat the shit out of them. But that feels wrong. <laughs> that feels mean. I think there's some, some issues within our generation. Some of our generation is eating itself. Some of our generation is trying to hold the peace. I'm intrigued about that. Other topics that we're going to cover in season three, our favorite concerts or our first concerts. I know that Lori's going to have some discussion about John Bon Jovi. I'm going to see him May 22nd. When we do our, our concert episode, we'll have to hear what the latest concert was like compared to when you saw him in his youth. Something came up on our happy hour. Apparently driver's ed and cars was a topic that people wanted to talk about. I'm looking very much forward to that. That's going to be more interesting than I ever expected. We also talked about jobs and then something about sports. And Tour de France, baby. Tour de right? France. Or, or the Olympics in 1984 or playing sports in school. Or the Olympics are happening this summer they in are. Tokyo. So there's lots of things to look forward to. I personally don't think we're ever going to run out of topics to talk about. If we get very desperate, we can do dirty little secrets and Laurie will kill me. Well, it's just so- funny. Okay, guys, rather than talk about Dirty Little Secrets, we have some clips from our Happy Hour members talking both about what they are looking forward to in season three and giving you a little sneak peek of what you can expect then. All right, here we go. I was just going to say, as long as it doesn't turn into some bashing thing, you're a member of some of the Gen X groups that I'm a member of. First, they start fighting over what is Gen X. If you were born in 75, you're not Gen X. Or if you're an old Gen X, you're not really Gen X. And then we hate millennials and we hate boomers and we hate disease. And I'm like, why are we hating anybody? We're Gen X. We really shouldn't give a shit. And why don't we all just get along? What an adult means as a Gen Xer, I think that is fascinating. Mm-hmm. So it was that recent article in the Times, and one of the quotes was the generation that never really wanted to grow up. And her thing was like, no, I always wanted to grow up. And I'm like, yeah, so did I. But I think back to being 18 or 19, 20, and none of my attitudes have changed. So it's not that we didn't want to grow up. It's that grown up means something different than it has for other generations. We are teaching these other generations about awareness and self-awareness and its importance. I think that that's also kind of a hallmark of the uber sardonic Gen X is that we had to, we were kind of forced to figure ourselves out. I stopped giving a shit about everything once I turned 50. So that's that's what I mean. I just don't care. It's beautiful. It's not the years. It's the mileage. (laughs) (laughs) My music story is kind of weird in terms of concerts because my first concerts were like Neil Sedaka, Frankie Valli, Beach Boys. I went to all these bands with my mom and occasionally my dad. I didn't go to my first modern pop concert until I was 19 and I went to see Richard Mark. Just calm down. Cool your tits. It's all good. Late to get my driver's license. So I'm short. I'm five feet tall. So my parents had this massive vehicle, like an Oldsmobile Cutlass 98 something. So I'm terrified. And I had a pillow on the seat. Oh, my God. So I could see over the steering wheel. Well, this jackass, he gets in the car with me and I'm nervous. And he looks at me and he's like, if you take this with the pillow on your seat, you're going to have a pillow restriction on your license and you're always going to 
to have to drive with a pillow. And so I laughed because I thought he was kidding. And he said, no, he was a dick. He wasn't trying to be funny. He was being a jackass. So I took the pillow out because I didn't want a pillow restriction on my driver's license. And then I couldn't see. I made some turn and he promptly failed me. My mother got so pissed. She went back and read them the riot. I didn't get my driver's license for another year because of that. I just want to point out how great this group is because the two links in the chat right now this man's sex doll wife is very active and then there's a link <laughs> on a sweeping indictment of michael lewis so it's the abcs of us baby mad props to rita carrie rob allison christine and nikita all members of our Facebook community for letting us use their clips here. You will definitely be hearing more of these guys in season three, so just you wait. All right, back to the show. It has been a fabulous season with you guys, and I'm really psyched about season three. Any last thoughts? And then we can close out our maiden voyage. I just want to say thank you. This has been so much fun. And this is the highlight of my week, being able to do this with you guys. I just want us to be discovered. <laughs> <laughs> Lori, you're so sweet. You're so cute. And so, okay, we'll, we'll put that out there saying if anyone wants to discover us. Discover us. Now, here's the question. And you Uh-oh. know this is every time I say this. <laughs> We now know that it's going to be like he's back on the somebody, lawn. He's back on yes. his lawn. If somebody comes and said, I love it. It's great. But you got to get rid of Pete Best. You need a new drummer. What do we do? Fuck him. Okay, well, bye. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. You can get rid of me. I'm fine. No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. The ride or die. Right. She's got shovels for any of the people that we don't like. Thank you, guys. Really. It's been, yeah. a, it's been a delight. And it's been a, a privilege. And I'm very grateful to have got a chance to know you a little bit better. Yeah. All right, guys. That is it for us for season two. Oh my God. We can't wait to share season three with you when it drops in a few weeks. We really thank all of you for being listeners of Gen X Stories. Drop us a note at hello at genxstories.com and we may do some shout outs later on in season three. Actually, we're going to do a lot more of them because we really like your voices. You can also subscribe to Gen X Stories on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Instagram at Gen X Stories or join our ever-growing Facebook group. We all have a Gen X story. What's yours? 